Welcome everybody to Stories from Eorzea, the audio-only Let's Play Cop podcast that is not stories anymore or from Eorzea anymore, but is still called Stories from Eorzea. I realized that I released my last podcast without any introduction or anything like a maniac. So I just wanted to let people know that this is episode five. Um, I've had some sleep since I took that oxy that I talked about earlier. And we're going to go ahead and uh, click through a bunch of things on my... Wow. Look, there are a bunch of things on my, uh, what's it called? My 2DS. And to go back to Pokemon Sun, where I think we're finally going to get to pick a starting Pokemon. So, um, I'm really hoping the recording quality is a little bit better on this one. I realized that I peaked for almost my entire recording last time. So I have moved the mic farther away from my face. It is no longer on my chest where it was convenient for me to place my phone last time. Oh boy, watching the recorder record Pokemon music is pretty great. Alright, we're going to go ahead and press start, except I pressed A, not start. That's the sort of rebellious spirit you get here on Stories from Eorzea. Um, I'm standing in my kitchen, and right, I was going to go to Icky Town. Ooh, the camera is panning out on that house I liked so much for the very first time. Um, I don't think I have any Pokeballs yet. Nope. Okay, there's the professor. He says, No, this is more like it. Yeah! Welcome to Paradise, cousin. This is the Alola region. Folks here in Alola get along by living together with Pokemon and working together too. After all, you can go anywhere. Yeah! As long as you got Pokemon helping you out here. That's why we gotta get you to the Kahuna. First, we're off to Icky Town. Come on, it's not far if we cut up here. All right, Professor. Ooh, there's a kid off to the side. 
He has a white shirt on. He has kind of uh, dark skin, like uh, probably like Polynesian toned skin, black hair. I'm going to talk to him. And he says, hey, you, you look like you're having a good time strolling around Alola. You will make me want to dash around too. And I bet I can go even faster than you. Holding B will make me a B dasher. And it makes me look pretty dashing too. And then he doesn't dash at all. But he does have a rock rock next to him. And I just realized that this is the same kid that ran by the front of the house last time. I'm now on Route 1 and there's this guy wearing a white shirt and orange pants. He has a little bit of chub to him, nothing wrong with that. He says, the power of science is amazing. A simple press of a button and you can trade Pokemon or battle with the people around you. Wow, it's exciting. I'm now running through Route 1. It's been a while since I've played this version of Pokemon, and I do have to say, I'd forgotten how much better the graphics are in this than even in... Well, I didn't really play X and Y, so better than black and white. Kakui says, So Banshee, you're loving Alola already, yeah? And I'm gonna say, yeah! That's what I like to hear. The more you love Alola, the happier I'll be. The more I love something, anyways. <laughs> Kakui says, Oh yeah! Look there! Looks like an excited Alola trainer's come to us. Professor Kakui, you've got to recommend another move for me sometime, please? Please? Why? You already know which moves you want to use, yeah? You come find me next time your Pokemon learns a new move, and then I'll battle you! Let's see, the camera panned to a girl standing in some tall grass with a Pikachu, and there's a Pokeball across it. I really want to go get it, but... Kakui's reminding me that I don't have any Pokemon to run through the tall grass with. Um, and now in a different patch of tall grass, there's two trainers going up against each other. One has a young goon and the other has uh, a young goose, excuse me. And the other has maybe a cast form? I'm not sure. Uh, Kakui wants to tell me all about how battling Pokemon brings us closer together as friends, which seems like it wouldn't. Well, maybe it would. Illegal animal fighting has brought lots of people together in the past, so I guess that's fine. Uh, and now I'm in Icky Town, and Kakui is happy to tell me just like this. And we're here! This right here is Icky Town! The camera's panning to show a cave. This town is where folks come to worship the Pokemon that watches over Mele Mele Island. Tapu Koko keeps us all safe and happy, see? Huh? What's going on here? 
We were supposed to meet everybody right here. Yeah! Maybe they're all back there on Mahalo Trail. That's where the ruins of our guardian deity Tapu Coco are. Yeah! Dot dot dot. Banshee, do me a solid and go find the island Kahuna. I'll wait around here to make sure we don't miss each other. The island Kahuna? You can't miss him. He looks just like a Kahuna. Which is also very helpful, Professor. You are an educated person, or at least one would assume so. Unless anyone can just call themselves a Pokemon professor, and honestly, that would explain a lot. Um, before I do anything else, I'm going to take a quick sip of Diet Coke, because everyone should drink Diet Coke. It is the fuel that makes me run. Hmm. Now, if I was editing things, I would just clip that part out, uh, but I'm not, so you get to hear all those delicious slurping and gulping noises. Aren't you lucky? Um, I ran up some stairs. I had a question mark on my head. Oh, and I'm seeing the girl in white that was running away in the last scene, uh, talking to her bag. And she says, Oh boy, what should her voice sound like? Um, maybe we'll do like a low feminine, like, with a little bit of, uh, uh, creak in it. Like, like this, like, like that. Which is really a weird voice for her to have and could be fun to do. And I'm sure fun to listen to, too. She says... Really? You want to go up to the ruins? I don't know what you hope to find there. I'm going to go follow her. I had something I wanted to say before I ran into that strange girl. Um, I'm going to run in circles while I think about it. I was drinking soda. And... I was talking about how you get to listen to me drink soda. And boy, I don't remember at all. So I guess I will stop running around in circles. I'm going to talk to this. Looks like a hiker guy. He has a blue shirt with some shorts and a backpack. And he says, what mysterious creatures. Pokemon sometimes leap right out of the grass to help people in trouble. Did you know? Um, they also sometimes leap out of the grass to, like, kill people. I'm just saying. Uh, on the other side of the path, there's, like, this cool little orange house thing. Uh, it has an orange roof, anyways. Uh, and he, this guy's wearing, like, a blue polo shirt. And he says, On sunny days like this, I like to just wander around following the wind, don't you? And I'm gonna go talk to this guy, too. And he says, Kahuna Hala is the strongest Pokemon trainer on all of Melee Melee. But I guess he must be off helping someone train right now. I don't see him anywhere. 
And ooh, there's this cool little like statue thing. Uh one I don't know how to describe it. So just know that it's a cool little statue thing. That's the kind of descriptions you get from me, Banshee. Now while I'm running up this hill, I would like to take this moment in my suffering of surgery to give a call to action to everybody because call to actions are apparently what make people succeed in the media world. So if you feel enough pity for my pain, please go to iTunes and give me a five star review. Don't go to iTunes and give me a four star review. Don't go to iTunes and give me a three star review or a two star review. I guess if you need to go to iTunes and give me a one-star review because you really hate me, you can. But you should go to iTunes and give me a five-star review. Anyways, this girl with the white hat says, You can't come you can't come out. We'll get in trouble if anyone sees you. Wow, that's a weird wow, wow, look at the creak in my voice now. That's so weird to do. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to hate that voice. I have an inkling that that character, I definitely don't know who she is, is going to be in the game a lot. And now she's like running across a bridge and this blue kind of like galaxy-like Pokemon flew out of it. But whoa, there's birds that are attacking. There's Spiro. And oh no, the Pokemon's in the middle of the bridge, and the Spearow are going to hurt it. And the girl doesn't know what to do. I'm going to go talk to her. And she says, she, she looks at me with wide green eyes, and I just sort of smile and blink. And she says, uh, and I'm going to say, what's wrong? She says, help, save Nebby. Uh, the Pokemon's name is Nebby, and it goes pew. It doesn't go Nebby Nebby, though, which I think is interesting. She says, those Spiro are attacking it. But, I, wow, I'm having a really hard time with this voice, peeps. She says, those Spiro are attacking it, but but I'm too afraid to go out there. My legs feel like they might give out. So I'm going to run across the bridge and go save it anyways. Whoa, but the bridge is really rickety. It's like a rope bridge and it's windy and it's swaying back and forth. And I don't have any Pokemon to fight Spiro with. What am I going to do? Just... Go chase them away? That's not how Pokemon works. But apparently it is, because I'm like crouching over the galaxy Pokemon now, and the Spearow have their talons and they're like attacking me. And boy, I remember that guy telling me just like three minutes ago about how sometimes Pokemon come out of the wild grass just to save you. And I feel like this is the opposite, except whoa! There's this lightning Pokemon thing that like fell out of the sky. It broke the bridge and caught me on the way down. Wow, you guys, my peeps.
That was so cool. The Pokemon says, pew. And uh, the girl says, oh, oh, thank goodness. You tried using your power again, didn't you? Oh, Nebby. You know what happened last time you used it. You could have moved for ages after that. I don't want to see you like that again. No, uh, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry, Nebby. I know you were trying to save me that time, and I couldn't even help you in return. And Nebby says, pew. What? What is that? Oh, and the galaxy Pokemon found something on the ground. Pew, pew. A sparkling stone. It feels almost warm somehow. Please forgive me. I'm so grateful to you for helping us out of that dangerous spot. And I'm going to say, are you the kahuna? And she shakes her head and she says, I think this stone must belong to you. And I take the stone and I put it in my bag. I obtained the sparkling stone. You opened up the key items pocket and put the sparkling stone away inside. I'm so lucky. Please don't tell anyone about this, about seeing Nebby. It's, it's a secret, okay? Come on, into the bag, Nebby. I don't think Nebby likes it inside the bag. I think keeping a animal inside a bag might be classified as animal abuse. Um, I'm worried we might get attacked again by some wild Pokemon or, or something. I know it's too much for me to ask, but... Do, do you think you could see us back to town? And of course, I'll be happy to take them back to town. Uh, I should have checked, though, to see if there was something secret for me to find. Because that definitely looked like a place I could run around. And dang it, I can't. Ah, oh, I want to go back. I bet there was like a Pokeball or something for me to catch. And it's a Pokeball I'm never going to have now, peeps. And Kakui says, Hey, Banshee! Looks like you missed the kahuna, yeah? But you found my assistant! Oh, yeah! Looks like you already met, but just in case, this is my assistant. Oh, um, yes. You can call me Lily. And Lily, this here is Banshee. She just moved here to Alola. Take good care of her. And Lily nods and says, So, you're also one of the professor's acquaintances? It's nice to meet you. The Kahuna is back. Kahuna Hala has returned, say a bunch of people hanging out over across the stadium the the stadium's really a uh, wrong word it looks more like a town square that uh because it's the pokemon world just happens to have like a pokemon a pokemon fighting ring in it anyways uh one of those other people says our guardian chosen one is back only one of the strongest pokemon users in all alola and now we see the kahuna. 
he's a big guy. Um, Polynesian skin. He's wearing blue sandals and a blue shirt. But he has this intense Hawaiian shirt over his blue t-shirt. It's yellow and white. And the white forms like flower decorations. He has this white hair and like a shock. It's like a shock of white hair. I finally understand what that means. And that same hair forms a massive mustache and these bushy eyebrows like you wouldn't believe. It's like this guy grew a rose bush, turned it right, and turned it white. White is not right, but turned it white and then smashed the bush above his eyes. And, ooh, he needs a voice. Um... Boy, there's so many voices in this game. Uh, I think maybe he'll just have a low voice like this. This is a good voice. Have I missed something? Kikui says, Nah, nah, but where'd you go off to, Kahuna? I thought we were meeting here. And he says, I am Kahuna of this island after all. Wherever there is a problem on the island, it is my duty to resolve it. To it is my duty. Now I went too far, and I don't know what he said. Anyway, he says, "Sorry, Lily. What were you saying before?" For some reason, I thought I saw Tapu Koko flying about. And Lily nods and is like, "Oh, um, yes, Kahuna Hala." Nebi was being attacked by Spiro on the plank bridge when this girl helped it get away. But the bridge collapsed, and I thought both of them might fall to the bottom of the ravine. And that was when the island's guardian deity swooped in to save them. And Kakui says, Whoa! That's something you don't hear every day! Hala says, Oh, although... It is said to protect us. Our Tapu Koko is a rather fickle creature. Yet our guardian was moved to save you. Kukui, my boy, I think we have cause to celebrate. It seems I should entrust this brave and kind young girl with a Pokemon of her own. We'll make a fine trainer out of her. I'm glad to meet you, Banshee. I am Hala, the Kahuna of Melamele Island. Welcome to Alola. Young Kukui had told me of your coming. I'm glad we got the chance to meet today. Come, my Pokemon. Let's have a look at you. And he throws three Pokemon out. One is like a owl. One is like a red and black uh cat and the other one looks like a ballerina seal he says first is the grass type pokemon rowlet and it says coo and then it danced in a little circle next is the fire type pokemon litten and litten jumps for attention and he says and last is the water-type Pokemon, Poplio. Poplio. And it says, bark, bark. And it looks adorable. And I need to choose one of these to be my starting Pokemon. 
which means I need a random number between one and three. So it's time to open fancy dice. Uh, custom sides, three. Oh boy, you guys, I get Lidden, my least favorite of these starter Pokemon. Wow, I'm so lucky. I will take the Fire-type Lidden. Will you choose the Fire-type Pokemon Lidden? I will. You choose Lidden. I want to go back to my recording so I can see it recording because it makes me uncomfortable to talk when I can't see it recording. There we go. I chose Lidden. And Lydon seems very happy. It's pawing and kneading at the ground a bit. Hollis says, Only when you have both chosen each other can you truly call each other partners. Um, and like, we're not really going to be partners for very long, though. I'm going to have Lydon just long enough to like go catch that the rufflet. Um, that's literally on like route two. So, like, we're not that far away from it. Hala here says, So, let us see if Lydon there also decides to choose you. And I crouch down and I smile at it, and Lydon looks like it's thinking about things, and I stare at it a little bit more, and it says, Lydon is staring at you with some curiosity. And then it sort of, like, looks around, and then, oh boy, Kukui and Lily look a little bit nervous for me. Oh, but Lydon just came and ran up to me, and now everyone's super happy, and I picked Lydon up, and I'm holding it in the sky. You lifted Lydon gently in your arms. I'm going to dance around in a circle, and it says the fire-type Pokemon Lydon is sniffing at you curiously. Hala says, Oh, so little Lidden has accepted you as well, Banshee. Kakui says, Having accepted one another, you'll surely be friends for life. Would I like to give Lidden a nickname? Of course I would. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but this is Nuzlocke rules for uh, naming things, and every Pokemon I catch and or breed has to have a name um and this should be no exception this is a boy it is a fire cat um i want to name it uh mustang no hot rod what's a cool hot rod type of car Mustang sounds like the name of a horse. I don't want to name it Mustang. How about, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to do some research. Let's go look up cool car names. Names of sports cars. Let's see what Google has to say. Names that's babes. That's not the word I'm looking for. Names of sports cars. Uh, poor, ooh, Jaguar. That's a good name. Um, Abarth. 
That could be an interesting name. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Cobra. I mean, that doesn't seem right. The Spider. The Super Blower. Wow, that's a name for a car. Uh, the Brera. The Competizion. The Intensa Emozion. And I really like Intensa. We're going to go with that. I'm calling Lidden Intensa. I N T E N S A Intensa. And maybe I'll find like a picture. Well, no, that's probably not true. Intensa has been added to your party. Da 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 da. Lily says, Nice to meet you, Lydon. Pew says, Uh, Cosmo. Oh, when did you get out again? I know that Kahuna Hala and the professor will keep you safe from harm, but you should still stay in the bag and out of sight. It's safer that way. I think you chose a wonderful Pokemon, Banshee. Please take very good care of it. Kakui says, That's it, Banshee. Now that you've got a Pokemon, you're a real Pokemon trainer. Yeah! And here's a lovely gift from me to help make it special, cousin. And I obtained a Pokédex. Hooray! A Pokédex is a real high-tech kind of tool. Yeah! And it can automatically record facts about any Pokemon that you meet. Your new partner is already registered. Oh yeah! So check it on out! And this is the trainer passport that I had put together for you. Now why don't you go introduce your new friend to your mom, Banshee? Um, but I'm going to do that next episode because I've been recording for about 20 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead. Well, first I want to check my Pokédex and see what it has to say about Lydon. I do want to like... Look at the Pokedex of every Pokemon I catch for this. It says, Lidden, the fire cat Pokemon. While grooming itself, it builds up fur inside its stomach. It sets the fur alight and spews fiery attacks, which can change based on how it coughs. Um, cool, it comes in male and female. Uh, this one... Well, actually, let's go look at this one specifically. I think we also need to go see, like, what kind of nature Intensa has. Let's take a look and see, like, what we've got here. It has 20 hit points. Um, it has Scratch, Ember, and Growl. Not bad at all. Um, it has 20 hit points. 11 attack, 9 defense, 13 speed, uh, 11 special attack, and 9 special defense. Uh, it's a really well round like it's special attack and defense are the same as, as its regular attack and defense. 
Um, its ability is Blaze. Powers up fire moves when the Pokemon's HP is low. I think that used to be like when it was in a pinch, and honestly, I kind of like that. Um, it has a hardy nature, and its characteristic is that it is impetuous and silly. Um, so, I think we're going to take that and go ahead and end this episode. Uh, instead of just ending the episode all of a sudden like I did last time, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this episode. Um, and I would like to again remind everyone that I am in intense amounts of pain. And as a gift, you should go to iTunes and give me a five-star review to show me that you care. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode, which will definitely be coming out today, because I'm going to keep playing this game. As Kakui would say, yeah, I am!